You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today, we're going to talk about a big night from Zach Levine, even in a loss. P. Wills a little bit more aggressive, still doesn't necessarily get the results we'd like to see, and a lack of three-point shooting from the Chicago Bulls in their loss to the Raptors. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. But Pat, we had a game today. Um, one more preseason game left after this one, but the Chicago Bulls drop a game to the Toronto Raptors. Zach Levine having a big night where he looks like he's like, it's right back to December, December Zach on from last season, like yeah. dominant understanding where, when to get to the spots. It really did feel like at times that Zach Levine understood, Hey, I can score whenever the heck I want to. It's on you guys to stop me. Um, and so like, it just brings a lot of confidence because we know how important having a healthy Zach Levine to start the season is stat line in this game, 25 points, 10 of 19 shooting three of eight from the three point line, four rebounds, three assists, two steals, two turnovers from Zach Levine. How you feeling, Pat? Uh, listen, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Uh, and I loved it because it didn't look like Zach was working. You know what I mean? Like, listen, we, we, there's a difference when you see Dalen Terry fighting for his life on every single play versus Zach Levine going through the motions and being able to score at a, at will. Uh, I thought that it was a really good job. I also love the fact that it felt like they understand who the number one guy is on this team. Mm -hmm. I would like to see more shots from the rest of the team. We'll talk about that as a whole. But 19 shots for Zach Levine in this game. He led the way by a pretty wide margin there. Seems like he's stepping up as that number one guy. I think if we had had him at all, right, like going down the stretch, if this was a regular game and you get Zach Levine at the end of the game, you're talking about Zach having 25 shots probably in this game. I mean, he yeah. probably would have had to take some more shots in that fourth quarter. So uh, it was good to see him. It was an effortless effort for him. And uh, listen, three for eight is one of those weird, like three-point shooting is weird, right? Because, right, if you go two for five, I feel good about that. If you go three for eight, I don't feel as good about that. But that's 37%. That's not yeah. bad from the three-point line. It just don't make me feel good. Uh, and I, I mean, listen, he, they, they weren't letting him get to the free throw line. I, why? I don't know what it is. Bro. I don't know what it is, bro. I swear. If we have another season of this, bro, if we have another season of 38 to 11, and this is not the Chicago bulls aren't attacking the bucket. It was attacking the cup tonight. There's no way Toronto's that good of a defensive team. The Toronto <laughs> Raptors had more free throw attempts in the first half than the Chicago Bulls had in the whole game. There's no way. And so that that like the the referees, uh, like one thing, I guess they wanted to make sure the the whistles were getting their reps in too before the start of the season, because Lord knows, bro, like that 38 free throw attempts to 11. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Now it does listen, you do put yourself in a ton of bad positions when you have 22 turnovers in a game. Right? Like when you're turning the basketball over a ton 
Uh, and uh, I mean, listen, the other good thing that we saw in this game, that wasn't Zach Levine, really, that was turning the ball over. That normally, when you have a stat like that, Zach Levine's at the forefront of it, dribbling off his ankle and all of that. <laughs> Unfortunately, the culprit tonight was Kobe White and uh, Io DeSumo and Javon Carter. They were they were uh, the turnover machines for the Chicago Bulls tonight. But I thought that overall, uh, Zach's game uh, really spoke to what the Bulls need him to be. And you know what it said to me? Zach's healthy. Yes. That's and, my I mean, biggest takeaway from it. Zach's healthy. And that that's that's hugely important for the Chicago Bulls to have a healthy Zach Levine as well. So, you know, really good there. Now, you mentioned Kobe White. I know it's not on our sheet, but we got to talk about it real quick. How much PTSD did you have when Kobe came down, held the knee, and then left the game? Because I tell you, for me, when I saw that, because... Zach, it was on a play where the Bulls moved the ball around. Great. Zach Levine gets the the open three-pointer. Everybody yep. else was celebrating three. And I don't know if it's just my instinct, if it's God. I don't know what it is. If all it's I God. See, all I can, no, I'm talking about because I didn't even I didn't even register the three-point went in. I just saw Kobe holding his leg and him leaving. And I was like, no, not again. We can't do it again. Hey, listen, I definitely thought we were down another point guard again. Uh, and a point guard that we thought was finally going to get something. I'm glad that he was able to come back in. That is something major to say. I mean, him and P. Will left uh, a little bit, right? That's why I was a little bit surprised to see P. Will uh, back out there shooting as much as he was. He, he they had, uh, I saw a tweet earlier. I want to say it might have been from Greenberg uh, saying that uh, he had limped off to the locker room. Uh, I after that about the half. Kobe. He said that about P. Will, too. I saw I saw it about P. Will too. Uh, I gotta I gotta double check, make sure I'm 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 factual on that. But uh, ooh, yeah, oh, I see one about the bull and goose. Hold on, did you see the cans here? I sent it to you. Oh, did you? I didn't see. I, listen, I've been working all day, brother. I'd be tired. Uh, I don't see it right now. Maybe yeah. that maybe that was something. He's maybe that a, about Kobe. I think that was Kobe. The Kobe could have been about Kobe. Kobe. Uh, yeah. but uh, no, good to, good to see. Uh, you know, P. Will. Or, or good to see Kobe White be able to come back out there and, um, you know, still be efficient. I, I did hold my breath for a few minutes there. Just like, oh, come on, dog. <laughs> We're not doing this again. But the second we saw him back on the bench, I was like, all right. Yeah. It's probably okay if he's on the bench. Because if he wasn't on the bench, they're rushing this guy to get an MRI. Because, I mean, listen, where's your confidence level right now with Javon Carter? Because I like him as the shooter. I like him as the the defense finally on display today. I love mm -hmm. that. But uh, the point guard skills uh, lacked a little bit of desire. Today. Well, the, uh, what have I always said, right? With Javon, he can simulate some of what Lonzo brought here. Meaning that when Javon and Torrey Craig were in there for Kobe and P. Will or whatever, for, you know, people basically getting benched for that second half and Kobe being out with injury, that there, that was an exciting time of basketball because in transition, I like Javon Carter and how he moves the ball around. Yeah. In half court, the lob half uh, from halfway across the court to somebody else, you can't be trying to make that play as a veteran point guard, bro. Yeah, it was uh, it was a very interesting play to me. Uh, <laughs> just I don't know, man. Like I I I like Javon. I like what Javon brings, uh, but I do think that we've got our answer at our starting point guard, and it, it's good to see Kobe. Uh, staying up for that one as well. Um, I think as far as takeaways from this game, man, my biggest one is is the Zach Levine. DeMar DeRozan, I'm just not worried about. Although, was Dyer in the building? Did anybody else hear the, the shrieking? 
I swear I heard the shrieking in the crowd. I swear Dyer was in the building, bro. But uh, anybody else stand out to you that, that, I mean, of course, we're going to talk about P. Will. We're going to talk about the three-point shooting. But anybody else in the positive? Vooch also looks in midseason. Oh, listen, Vooch, 20 and 10. And I had no idea he had 20 points before he checked out the game (laughs) for the last time. When they said in the commentary, oh, and Vooch is leaving the court with a 20 and 10, I said, wait, what? Hey, bro. Bro, Nikola Vucevic got them like just like, quietly going about his business. Eight for 13 gotcha. from the field, one on one for three point range. One of the things that stood out to me, I know we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other things uh, as far as the lack of three point shooting. At, we also, at some point in the show, we got to talk about the turnovers. Turnover, the Bulls, if you take away the Denver Nuggets game, the second Denver Nuggets game where we only had nine turnovers, the Bulls are averaging 19 and a half turnovers per game. I get it that we want to move the ball around more. I get it that we want to get up and down the court more. But I tell you what, when you, especially in this game where you have 22 turnovers and you get what 26 fouls or whatever it ended up being, that yeah. will that will kill the momentum you try to build. So we got to get those turnovers underway. Yeah, and and I mean, listen, that was something that I mean, the Bulls were a little bit up and down with the turnovers last season as well. Like they'd have games where they'd have like. 37 turnovers. You'd be like, what the heck is going on here? Then they have games where they have like seven. You'd be like, oh, so we can be efficient. Uh, I think a lot of that goes to the the conversation that we will have at the end uh, about the three-point shooting as well with the turnovers because a lot of those turnovers were made off of just like, I'm passing up a shot. I'm either driving into somebody or I'm stepping out of bounds. My God, like how how we still don't know what the out-of-bounds line is. Bro, that's yeah. How do we still not know what it is? Like nobody in the NBA knows, bro. On the in the corners, nobody in the NBA knows. I don't I don't understand. Did they move them in? I never remember seeing this many out of bounds calls in my entire life. Spatial awareness is at an all-time low, apparently, Pat. Like people don't know where they are. They don't pay attention to things like like foul lines, but it, it is what it is. Foul lines. I mean, out of bounds lines, foul lines. That's even, well, I mean, the way we fouled, we didn't pay attention to that either. <laughs> we didn't pay attention um, to that either. We didn't pay attention to that either. But guys, I want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Next up, we're going to be talking about the game that Patrick Williams had where he was a little bit more aggressive. Uh, before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dog uses anti-stick sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird dogs are functional for any occasion, golf, date, evening, out, pool, workout, lounging, Whatever. Uh, go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA and enter promo code locked on NBA at checkout for free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. We need to start selling throat lounges as well, as well. Like, cause, oh, whoa. I didn't say throat coat. Like, that, that, that would have been, that would have been a wild one. Uh, <laughs> What's happening? What just happened, dog? Hey, hey! I'm also concerned by the fact that you can't say lozenge, but I move past lozenge. Lozenge. I don't fuck. I don't know, bro. Like, uh, um. Anyway, um. P will today. Like, tell it to ask with P will. Same result either way, but um. 
you know, first half, people seemed passive again, passing up shots. I think he took, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if you have it up. He's like four shots in the first half, I think. Uh, he did take four shots in the first four half. Four shots yes, in the first one half. Four. So, um, but came in to the second half after kind of being bent, seeing Tory Craig be out there in his role with the starters, and then, uh, like, was way more aggressive, trying to take players off the dribble. Anytime a smaller player got switched on him, it seemed like he identified it pretty quickly, tried to get to the rim. Um, but he didn't really convert on those shots, but he was more aggressive over that. Yeah. Overall, how are you grading this? Because we've both talked about wanting to see aggressiveness, right? I think that's the thing. You're not always going to get the shots to go down. But how how are you how are you viewing Pat, Patrick Williams' game today? I think uh, I can't be mad um, at missed shots unless it comes consistently, right? If you're missing shots all the time, that's a very different thing. But for me, the fact that Pat was taking the shots, the fact that and and it's not that he was taking bad shots, right? Like it's not like he was just jacking shots up. True, he true. was driving down, trying to get to the bucket, trying to trying to finish through the lane, and it, it was a different Patrick Williams. I mean, I grant it, right? It was coming in the fourth quarter. Uh, by the time that they had put in, what, what's his name? Mama, Mama do gay or whatever uh, my man's name is that was guarding him, right? Like, it's not like he was going up against the the best of the best on that team. He did get a little bit of time early on in the quarter where they still had some of the starters in. But for the most part, right, to me, I, I looked at Patrick Williams' game out there and I said, listen, the fact that he's remaining aggressive and he's got he's in there with a different lineup, maybe this is something that Billy Donovan will play with as far as uh, guys who are, you know, like, okay, we're going to have more of a defensive lineup out here. Pat, you're the one that's going to go out here and be shooting the basketball. You're the one that's going to go out here and have to and have to handle the scoring load, right? Like, maybe that's something that we'll end up seeing play out throughout the season. But for the most part, for me, man, it was, it was, a, uh, it was good to see him continue to be aggressive. Those are shots you should be making by now. And it's early. It's preseason. I don't care. Right? Like, I'm not losing my mind on it. But like that shot where uh, he's he's going right hand off of the glass, got the man right there to to put us up one at the end of the game. That's one that he should have been able to make. Listen, like, flat out. When P, you know I mean? First of all, when P will even you know tried to take that shot, I was like, hey, this may be the confidence booster he needed. He missed it. It is what it is. It, it, it is what it is there. But I will say this: I do like the fact that he took the shot because I don't think P will. Last season takes that shot, not not even in the preseason game. No, and I think that that's the thing for me, right? And he's got to find his, he's got to find his comfort level, and I think that's kind of what everybody was dealing with a little bit tonight, uh, finding their comfort level with where the Bulls are with the starters in the lineup. Kobe White, you're not going to be shooting the basketball as much when he got his shots. He still shot them pretty efficiently tonight. End mm -hmm. up getting banged up, comes back in. Uh, I think he only took two more shots in the whole game and, and knocked down one of two. Um, for me with P. Will, that first quarter, or that first half, I should say, I mean, listen, if if you didn't look at um, Torrey Craig and the amount of minutes that they were willing to play Torrey Craig and you being on the bench as, hey, they might be more willing to move off of me than they were before, Dog, you, you, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, it, we can't say that benching him is going to work yes, sir. because yeah, they benched him last that. season. Everybody who goes work. to that, oh, we'll just move him off the bench. He can find his groove with the second unit. And it's like, until P. Will unlocks his mindset, it don't matter what unit he's playing with. Like, yeah. he's just, it's going to be the same thing. The same results is just going to be, you know, uh, under different guys. So, like, P, like P got it. He got to get to the point where he unlocks the mentality, bro. And I, that's why I say I like that he uh, really liked that he um, was more aggressive 
got to convert on some of those shots, but the being the aggressive part was was the key there. Yeah, and I think that's the mindset that we talk about, right? When we when we want to see P. Will do more, we're talking about him uh, um, continuing to take shots. We're not talking about him. Um, we're, we're not talking about him becoming inconsistent. We're not talking about him becoming, uh, uh, um, you know, taking a step back and different things like that. For mm -hmm. us, it's like right, with Zach and Demar and all of them out there. Is this going to be your mindset if you're coming off of the bench? Is this going to be your mindset? That's the number one thing for me. If that's your mindset, let's go. Whether yeah. you're off the bench or you're in the starting lineup, if if he's got the mindset that we saw uh, in the last in the last game, first game of preseason, this game here, and you bring him off the bench, that might actually work for him. But it doesn't matter if you bring him off of the bench and he's still like, well, you know, I got some, you know, we Caruso is more of a vet than I am right now, so I'm gonna let him do what he do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got, I got, uh, Dalen over here, young guy coming up. I don't want to take shots from him. Julian's got to get some shots. First of all, as first well. of all everybody takes shots from Dalen. If Dalen <laughs> Terry starts shooting the ball, he's messing up. Somebody <laughs> needs to come out and just run into the court and smack him. If Dalen Terry, like, uh, like take all the shots. Of the, the only thing I want you doing in practice and in the gym is taking shots to get you, to get that shot off, get you comfortable in a game though. Please don't shoot it anymore, Dalen. Hey, bro, I said, when Dalen drives to the bucket, Dalen look like he's stepping on Legos barefoot. Like, that's... <laughs> like, bro, it's not good, bro. It just don't look comfortable, dog. It just doesn't look comfortable, dog. I just want to see him look comfortable playing a sport that he gets paid millions of... Well, Dalen might not get paid millions of dollars. What Dalen contract get? It's like uh, 18 overall dollars. pick. He might get yeah. paid millions. Yeah, he, no, he's getting paid millions. Hey, a sport that you get paid millions of dollars to play. I want to see you look comfortable playing that sport. That's all I ask. That's all I ask from Dalen Terry. Dalen Terry's making this season $3.35 million. <laughs> to shoot like this? <laughs> Bro, it's not even just the shooting either, like... At this point, Dalen Terry just be running to be running, bro. Like he over over uh calculated on a dang pick and roll again, got caught out of position. Like he Dalen just gotta settle down, my hey, guy. Like, even the steal that he got when he got the steal, I <laughs> It was Maya was sitting next to me. I was like, he just punched that man. This man's playing football. They just didn't call it because they had called so many fouls. Bro, Daly got that steal set. Huh. I was like, oh, my God, bro. Like, it's not wrong sport, brother. We do need some DBs over on the bed. Yeah, we also got to talk about that damn stealing uh, Miss Dunk that Drummond had, bro. I just <laughs> knew he was going to yam it, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Andre Drummond is my favorite person in the world. Because he is literally a mixed bag of what the heck are you going to get today? <laughs> bro, bro, Andre Drummond gave yes, you 13 rebounds. He gave you eight points. He gave you three fouls. He didn't give you the three fouls, but three assists on top of that. Uh, two block shots and a steal. That's crazy, bro. That's like, an elite. Had he, had, he not, had he not missed that dunk, we're talking about a player that in 20 minutes had 10, 13, 3, 1, and 2. Hey, That's and, crazy. And bro. my man took off like he was LeBron, bro. <laughs> he took off from the free throw line. <laughs> hey, bro, it must have. Why they had the mic on the rim so loud? Dude, it must have. Boom. That's crazy. Bro. Oh, drum, drum we love you, drum. Just, just never change, brother. I, I say I put it out on Twitter, bro. I was like, you just gotta live with drumming for who he is. 
Like, if you don't live with Drummond yeah. for who he is, you're going to be pissed off, bro. Because every now and then, he's going, bro, when he stole the basketball, I thought it was P. Will. That's how swift he stole the ball and got yeah. out of here. I was like, oh, snap, P. Will on the, oh, wait, that's Drummond. Boom. Oh, yep, that's Drummond. That is definitely Andre Drummond. Hey, man, before we get into this final topic, where well, we do got to talk, listen, there, there was some positives to look at. There's also some negatives for me to look at in this game as well so we got to talk about that but before we do that we do want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel listen here's the thing at FanDuel right now with the NFL season here it's America's number one sports book and new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $500 bet y'all want to know how real the bonus bets are me and Hayes was on on the show yesterday and neither of us gamble but Somebody who we follow on Twitter had placed a bet on last night's uh, Chargers mm, game. I almost forgot about that. And um, got a bonus bet as well. A $500 bonus bet for guessing the score right. And it paid out $35,000. This is not a joke. We are being 110% serious on this. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app's so easy to use. Wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and NBA. All right, Pat. Last topic of the day, man. The Chicago Bulls. One of the things that they were really trying to focus on this uh, season is shooting more threes, creating more opportunities for threes. Um, in this game, this was, this, was, this was back to last season's Bulls. Now, I will say this. I don't want them taking threes if they're not hitting anything. But in the first half, I believe we were shooting the ball like 40-something percent from three. Uh, we ended up shooting 34% on the night. But uh, how are you feeling about it? Even in that first half, though. 13 three-pointers. Did shoot it well. 46% from the three-point line. Six for 13, but only 13 three-pointers. And this is what me and you kind of talked about. They took 13 basically in both half. Didn't knock them down nearly as high a clip in the second half. Three for 13 in the second half. But this is what me and you had talked about, right? When the Chicago, when things get tough, who are they going to be as the season continues on? The Bulls have lost these last few preseason games right they end up losing to denver i think they split with denver right one one lost one uh they lost the first preseason game of the year losing this one here and the first preseason game 35 three-pointers loved it let's see it. boom let's keep that going next game 30 next game 29 next game this one 26 in total 23. Yep. Oh, yeah, 26, 26 in total. They shot at nine for 26 from the three-point line. That would, again, put the Chicago Bulls at the bottom of the NBA in three-point attempts. And I get it, right? You don't want to see this team just go out there and jack up three-point shots, but they were... Listen, to to everyone, it's not even just right P. Will and guys like that. I saw Javon Carter pass some up. Something that I was like, oh, he he took that last week. What the heck is going on here, right? Like, I, I it's not what I want to see this team do, and I... And, for you to have a modern offense, you just have to take that three ball. I mean, if if Torrey Craig and Javon Carter literally, you said it, if they attempt the amount of threes that they attempted uh, before coming to Chicago, our shot profile looks completely different. Mm -hmm. Today, Javon Carter, 0 for 2, didn't take more than 2 in 21 minutes. And uh, Torrey Craig, 0 for 3, didn't take more than 3. That's, that's not what I wanted to see from the guys we brought in that were supposed to be 3 and D. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, but they 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 brought other things. But like, I I will say this: it seemed like the defense of the Toronto Raptors, which always is getting the Bulls' problem, took the Bulls. It seemed like out of what they maybe initially were thought they were going to be and run coming into this game, and that is what it is. It's, it's the chess match of the NBA. Um, but I will say this: like, if that's your something you're trying to do, if that's what you identified as a sticking point that can help take your offense to the next level. You have to just execute it better. And as we know, with Billy Donovan, he just he doesn't always adjust well. I've, I've given him his props for, for coaching some pretty solid preseason games up until now. Yes, it's preseason, but he's coaching solidly. This was the first sign for me of old school Billy Donovan just getting outcoached by uh, another coach's scheme that he didn't quite know how to how to game plan against. Yeah, and I listen, I'm I'm not I'm not losing my mind at it in the slight. Toronto's a weird team, too. Like, Toronto feels like one of those teams that even if they're a bad team, and I don't know what that team's going to be this year, even if they're a bad team, they'll still um, compete with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls were very much the same way with Toronto. When Toronto was the Kawhi Leonard Toronto, Toronto Raptors, I think we beat them twice that year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Bulls just play. They, they're two teams that play each other very tough, have similar ideals on what they want to uh, accomplish um, and how they want to get to the to the mountaintop there. But I, I don't know, man. Like the defense of the other team, I get it. If they're giving you everything at the rim, if they're giving you the mid-range, you could just go down there and dominate. And I guess to a sense, the Bulls kind of did when their starters were in. But I... I just I look at it and I see Zach Levine took eight, and nobody else took five. Yeah, that that Man. that and and maybe it's just overly concerned. But when I see the Bulls look like the Bulls that I've seen them look like for the past what four years, that's that's what I feel like they're gonna end up. Four years to going back to Jim Boylan days. You said what? In four years is that going back to no? That's still Billy Donovan time. Oh, Billy Damn. been here. Billy been here four years now. That's crazy. Billy been here four season. years, bro. Right? That's crazy. And we still don't know how much longer he's going to be here because we don't know how long his extension is, hey, bro. No clue That's when crazy. his extension runs out, bro. Hey, bro. We have zero idea. Zero idea. That's, his money that's, runs out. Bro. That's wild, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. Any, uh, any other thoughts, man, before we get up out of here? Nah, man, listen, it's preseason. At the end of the day, if you're taking – if you have massive takeaways from preseason, you got too much time on your hands. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, I do think this, though. I will say this. I want – I am glad that Billy Donovan played the starters as much as he did Thanks. because you've got this game and you've got Thursday's game, and it's go time. And I think the Chicago Bulls – Everybody doesn't get the luxury of we can start playing at the All Star break. Facts. Chicago Bulls not one of those times. Yeah, and I think like we, I mean, you just brought it home. This time next week, seven days, we'll actually be doing this again before a, a real game. And yeah. I think it's against the Toronto. No, the first game is against OKC, OKC Thunder. First yeah. game against OKC. So. so. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a live call cracking on that. Hayes going to have the pre and post going over on Chicago Bulls Central, man. We got y'all covered all year with Bulls, man. Hey, Ringo, Ringo been having too much fun doing the live calls in this mug. So we're going to crack this mug off. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lit season. Uh, and I think the Bulls are going to be better. All right. Follow us on everything at Locked on Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love, man. 
Hey, I got a question for you before we go. If Uh-oh. your life was on the line, are you? do you want Dale and Terry to have to make a three-point shot to save your life or JDH to give you mouth-to-mouth? <laughs> Make sure you guys are following the show. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls for, for Pat the Designer. I'm Hayes. It's been Locked On Bulls, man. Hopefully my voice is back tomorrow. We'll see you guys tomorrow, y'all. Peace. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the It's still preseason for us, too. That was the wrong one. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Your voice sound like you've been hanging out with JDH. <laughs> he didn't deny it. I'm scared. Hey, bro, I, I've been at home by myself. <laughs> oh, man, that is hilarious.